Welcome to the Sacred Rebels podcast, where we discuss life after trauma as we question societal norms and shatter stigmas. Are you a woman who longs for a sense of community and understanding? Well, stick around. There's a seat for you here. This is your host, Tay, and co-host, Amy. We're just two best friend millennial moms and entrepreneurs navigating life and motherhood while on a spiritual healing journey. We don't do surface level, and we're definitely not your typical moms. So let's dig deep. We plan to cover it all and take you behind the scenes as we share our personal experiences. Learn more about the holistic side of healing and introduce all the incredible humans we've met along the way. Join us as we, let's be honest, probably overshare the good, (laughs) the bad, and the ugly side of healing. We hope to help you step into your power. Just want to give a trigger warning for anyone listening. We talk about the loss of a child in this episode, and that might be hard for some to hear. So listen at your own risk. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Rebels. This week we have Kaylin here. Amy will introduce her after we start off with our deep breath. One hand on the heart, one hand on the belly. Breathe in through the nose. Just let that shit go. Let it go. Let it go. Um, I am so honored and so grateful that Kaylin's sitting here with us tonight on this podcast. Um, we have been through so much together. Um, and it's just, I really actually can't wait. So I'm actually not even going to talk because it's really about her and like, everything that she is and like such a powerful badass woman and we yeah so she's actually gonna pull our card our sacred rebels card how we always start off <laughs> pull one before <laughs> focus on the light Ooh. Right. I focus on the light a tremendous force of light is gathering around you It is attracted to the purity of your intention to create from your heart. As your intention grows, so does the light. As the light grows, so does your intention. Magic wants to happen for you now. The synchronicity, perfect timing, opportunities, and information that are needed will seem to be drawn right to your door. You may start to feel as if you cannot walk outside without stumbling into something helpful, wonderful, and inspiring. I can't. I can't. (laughs) Always spot on, I swear to God. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so what does that mean to you? How do you perceive that? The journey I've been on Mm. is, like, I've always, I feel like I've always been a bright light, and then in the beginning, I had to dim my light for everybody in the world. I had to dim my light. I was like the weird kid. I was the rambunctious kid. I was too much for everybody. I'm always too much. Um, (laughs) Not here. (laughs) Not here. (laughs) And then like the synchronicities is like I look back at my life and I know the reason why I'm like sitting in this chair right now and I have the life that I do is because nothing in this world has happened that wasn't supposed to. Yeah, Everything has led me up to where I am today. Like Absolutely. there's no, like in the signs, 
all the signs that you get, like once I became open to them, they're everywhere, like all day long, <laughs> every day, yeah, all day, every day. <laughs> The numbers, the license plates, like if you're looking, you will get them. Oh, yeah. The ladybugs. Yeah. The people, the stories. Definitely the people. I would have to agree there. Oh, even just recently, it's been, it's been definite. I would say like when I reconnected with you, it's been more prominent too. And I'm like, oh, because I remember, I remember. That's all we're doing is we're remembering. Yeah. yeah, remembering. Exactly. It's time to remember who we are as women and the power we hold. That's it. And yep. not dim our light. And not dim our light. <laughs> yeah. It's like the so theme of the week. Yeah. Spring equinox. Yeah. Because the light is back on. Yeah. The light is back on. Yeah. Spring is sprung. It's spring equinox. Okay. So we record on Mondays. Wednesdays but tonight it's Monday and it's the spring equinox tomorrow's the full moon I mean the new moon and then Wednesday this will come out also first day of spring so new life all around new blessings new transformations new changes new opportunities I just I just feel it I feel it it's happening yeah it's happening all right Kaylin where do I begin let's fucking go let's get dirty i was like i'm not gonna identify because i haven't had to identify as anything in so long but yes, don't do that i no, was an aa <laughs> i'm no longer an aa um but i definitely qualified as an addict and an alcoholic yep. um my whole life i think that the second that i put something in my body that took me outside of myself i wanted more And I wasn't, like, willing to go inside and, like, figure it out. What was it that I was blocking? What was it that I was numbing? Um, Whether it be constantly having a boyfriend, (laughs) constantly having a drink, constantly having a drug. You know, I, like, watched – well, this is a weird thing. So recently I had another boyfriend die, and then I – like did the calculations and I have like 85% of the men that I've dated are dead. And I was like, Whoa, wow. That's kind of crazy. So sad. It is. It's really sad. Yeah. Like even like my earliest one was like 13 or 14. Like death has literally been a part of my life. Wow. Forever. As far as I can go back. Like even guys that I was just like, interested in and like there was going to be a chance like they died next week I was like no this can't be real this just can't be real but I um where to begin so let's begin where we met okay so I was Living in Manchester with my boyfriend and my seven-year-old daughter. I was struggling (laughs) so bad. I had been in and out of AA. I had a little bit of time a couple times, which is like eight, nine months. How long ago was this, just for reference? um, About 12, 12, 13 years ago. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. We've had a long journey. (laughs) Yeah. So... When I came back, 
I knew that there was like a young people's crowd and I knew that there were like people that were active in it. So I called a woman and I was like, hey, she's on the seacoast. And I called her and I was like, I need help. I need a woman. Do you know anybody? And she's like, yeah, call this number. So I called this number. Meanwhile, I don't have a license, but I was still driving because of course. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I spent five yeah. years without a license because of that. So I didn't have a license when we met either. And yeah, well, that's what I mean. You didn't have a license either. So I get on the phone with you. I think you were like under a year sober. Yeah, I was nine months sober. Yeah, nine months sober. And I was like, hey, I'm hurting. I need help. And she's like, are you willing and able to do whatever it takes? And I was like, sure. Did not really know what that was meaning, but I was, I was, I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> so she is like, well, I don't drive. And I'm like, well, I don't drive either. <laughs> like, yeah, like, we got this. I was like, okay, well, we'll figure it out. And then she like gives me her address and I'm like, uh, dude, you're in walking distance. Oh like my you're legit in walking distance. So. I remember going to her house with the big book, reading it, opening it up. I had to bring my daughter because I didn't have um, a babysitter or anybody to take care of my daughter. So my daughter was, like, coming to Amy's house, reading the big book, hanging out. She had, um, like, temporary custody of Gavin, and you were in this, like, empty apartment with no furniture. (laughs) Yep. I love it. Yeah. So, like, we were, like, sitting there, and I'm, like, reading. And, like, for three weeks, I was, like, so sick. I was so sick. Like, Kaylin, I was... you would, like, come to my house. We would read the big book during the, the week. And then on the weekend, you would, like, work and relapse. <laughs> and you'd be like, I've made cash, and I'm sorry. And I just had to because I had to stay up all night to work. And then we'd start the big book over again because, you know, the rules. It's like you had to start it over, which was, like, such a waste of time. But we did what we had to do. Started over every single time. <laughs> yeah, Once a week. Like, restart oh and i would like go into meetings and raise my hand like i was one of those people like at every meeting telling you how much pain i was in like how bad my detox was and my skin was crawling i like crying begging but i'll say that you know when i was really struggling too and like i raised my hand and everything that was happening for me like that is the beautiful thing about a right like the community does show up for you and i was raising my hand like saying how much i miss my son and like that i had gotten through this breakup and all of these things and a lawyer took my case for me pro bono to get Gavin back back then. Just because Sweet. you had the courage to speak I up. Just because I had the courage to raise yep. my hand and be like, this is what's happening and this is what I'm doing. So it's like, yeah. we do these things and, <laughs> yeah. you know, you here you are. <laughs> so so my friend, this is like, this is like how sick I was. <laughs> my friend was like, hey, I'm heading to Lawrence. And I was like, oh, I'll just go for the ride. Like, <laughs> this is like three weeks. In. It's a Friday night. I'll never support. forget it. It was like a Friday night. I was like, okay, I'll just go for the ride. I start texting Amy why I'm on my ride down there. And I'm like, hey, I think I made a mistake. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. I was like, she's like, okay, pray. You know, like, you can get through this. Hit me up when you get back. <laughs> I didn't hit her up. <laughs> I was like, the second we got in that, my house, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm not turning that up. Yeah. But it was course. weird because I was, like, deathly sick for three weeks. And then, like, I used that night. And I, like, viciously got sick. It was, like, the first time I had used. And I puked. And then the next morning, I woke up, and I felt fine. And I was not sick anymore. And I was like, okay, I can do this. Mm. Like, I can do this. Yeah. I feel okay. 
I remember I was like, Jesse had his kids, um, my boyfriend that I was living with. That weekend, we went for a, a bike ride, and it was, you know, pretty magical with my kids. And then I just kept going. It was like one day at a time. So Amy had like a little posse. She always had a posse. <laughs> but we all like planned this like Friday night, go up to Dover and go to the CA meeting. And I was going to get my 24-hour chip. So we all get in the car. And this girl was a little sketch because I was like driving. I was like, I'm pretty sure she's high. Like, is she nodding off? And I was like, just in my, like, I was quiet, you well, know? we didn't have a license, so. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm driving without a license. But, um. No, the other girl that was driving actually had a license. Oh, oh she oh, did, she but high. she was definitely high. Oh. And she got her, like, six-month chip at that meeting. And I was like, yeah, but I'll get my 24-hour chip and <laughs> it'll be okay. Call it a day. And then but after. that's the thing. So that's the thing we talk about, right, is because there's stigma around the program, people will go to meetings and be like, oh, I still have this much time because there's so much shame and guilt about getting a 24-hour mm, chip. Yeah, so exactly. there'll be people being like, oh, yeah, and like, why? Why are you doing that? The Stop judgment. doing that. We're not doing that here. Like, if that's what you're doing, like, please just be honest because you're never going to heal if you don't get honest about exactly. where you're at. Then it doesn't matter where you're at. Like, we've all well, been that's there. Well, like, we, I mean, you know, like, fears. We care yeah. so much about what other people think of us. The identity. Yeah. It is. It, it is, is the, the identity. Yeah, and the ego. Like, mm-hmm. it. Ha- we have to, like, yeah. live up to this certain standard such an ego trip um so we uh all went to get pizza afterwards it was like la festa, la festa. The, best pizza. the best pizza i got so i got sober in dover and like all these places i'm like <laughs> ca been you there? might yeah you might la have festa, to tag them there. <laughs> la festa sponsor us <laughs> so we're sitting there and there's like literally like 30 people at this long table and where I just got my pizza, you have to like stand in line, wait, get it, sit down. I started eating my pizza. I looked down on my phone. I had 36 missed calls, 37 missed text messages. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I got to go outside. So I go outside, like literally after like two bites of my pizza, I call the first number that called me back. And it was this girl. And she's like, I was like, hey, what's up? And she's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. You called me. <laughs> and she's like, have you talked to your mom? And I was like, no. She's like, you got to call your mom. So I immediately got off the phone. I called my mom. My mom's like, I can't. She's on the phone with me. She's like, I can't. I can't. And then she, like, hands my dad the phone. My dad's like, who are you with and where are you? And I was like, I'm with Amy. And I just left a meeting. And he's like, go get her now. And I was like, Okay. So I, it was actually the girl that was driving, <laughs> was standing there. I was like smoking butts at the time. Um, but I was like, you got to go. Go get her. Go get Amy yeah. right now. And he's like, okay. He's like, well, there's been an accident. And Jesse's dead. And Kiara's hurt. And I was like, what? I was like, don't, don't mess with me. You know, like, don't even. And he's like, listen, Jesse's dead. And Kiara's severely injured and she's being rushed to Boston Children's Medical right now. You need to get in the car and you need to meet me so we can get down there as soon as possible. So it's been a while since I told my story. So um, so that moment, like when you find something out like that, your body like goes into just sheer panic. And um, And Kira's your daughter. Kira's my daughter. 
Yeah. And Jesse so, was her boyfriend. Yeah. And I, I screamed at the top of my lungs. And I just kept screaming and I kept screaming. And I don't even remember. Like, I think you came out and, like, kind of, like, guided me into the car. But I remember, like, looking down on, I was, like, in an alleyway with, like, brick buildings. And I looked down and there was, like, 20 people down that alleyway and 20 people down that alleyway. And they were all just, like, staring at me. And I was just having a panic attack. I get in the car. I'm sitting in the backseat of that car. And I'm, like... I can't do this. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Oh my God. I'm going to die. I can't live through this. Are you kidding me? I can't live through this. Are you serious? Like, how am I going to do this? And like, it was literally like a voice that was like, you need to pray. And I was like, okay, we're doing this. Like I grew up in Brockton. We don't like surrender or get on our yeah. knees for nobody. <laughs> like that was like a big no-no <laughs> that we were not going to do. Not going to do that. Um, but I felt so compelled and I looked at Amy and I was like, Amy, I think we need to pray. Like we have to pray. So like we're in the back seat. She's sitting with me and we turned around. We got on our knees and I just remember praying and asking we for did strength. We prayer. Yeah. Yeah. We said a third step prayer in the back seat while Lord well the person was driving, probably intoxicated, but we Yeah. We held hands. It was like one of the most powerful moments and I'll never forget it. We were on the floor of a backseat of a car, holding hands, and we said the third step prayer and we prayed and you looked at me and you said, Amy, I don't know why, but I know I'm gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't yeah. So, like, I legit, like, sat up in the seat, and, like, the rocking was gone, the humming was gone, and, like, nothing but, like, serenity. Like, if if I knew what serenity was, it's that moment, like, came, like, pouring in, and it, like, literally went through my whole body, and I was like, I am going to be okay, and I just, like, kept hearing it. I was like, you're going to be okay. You're going to do this. Like, you're going to be okay. And, uh. And I've had it since. It's so crazy. Like, I was just, like, given this God gift of serenity to, like, walk through this crazy, horrible situation. Because your sister was in the car, too. My sister was in the car. She was the passenger. Mm-hmm. It wasn't But they, my parents it. didn't tell me about my sister because they didn't want to freak me out even more. Mm-hmm. So, like. So it was your sister, your boyfriend, and your daughter. All in the car. And it was a 16-year-old texting and driving. Yeah. Oh, well, my he didn't, God. I don't, we don't know that. Oh. Yeah. We don't know that. Like, speculation. Yeah. He, like, sent... There was, like, some things. So, wait, know. so... He, what happened to your daughter? I'm, like, so, on the edge of my seat oh, right okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, so, I'm sure okay, else so, is, too. Okay, so we're going to get into pharma real quick, too, okay. in a minute. Um, So we go down, and they're, like... Your daughter is going to, she's in brain surgery. Her, like, she How old is your daughter at the time? Seven, seven you years said? old. She was definitely, she was in, like, a booster seat with a strap. She probably should have been in, like, a five-point harness. Like a car seat, car seat. Yeah. yeah. And she was ejected from the car. and Well, not from the car, but she was ejected from her seat and it was in the middle of the front seat. Okay. Like, so they found her. Um, 
And my sister said that, like, Jesse had died almost immediately. Like, it was, like, so instant that, like, he was, like, on her lap. And she was, like, in the front seat. And she actually, like, was awake for maybe a minute. And she even said, like, she felt like God called my dad. Like, somebody was there to, like, call my dad. And then she went unconscious. So somehow she called my dad and then she was out. Um, So... I get down there. They tell me that she's going to look completely different. She's got brain swelling. Um, she's had surgery. And she. I walk into this room, and like a mother knows. Like a mother's intuition is like nothing. Yeah, of course. I knew walking into that room that like she wasn't going to walk out of there. I knew it. But you know what? I knew that like I had to hold on to hope. Like hope was going to be the only thing that got me there. And I know, like, she didn't pass. Well, like, and she looked at peace. She was so peaceful. Like, even though her head was shaved, like, she, but, like, she was so peaceful. She was, like, in a medically induced coma, and she just looked so beautiful. And, like, Amy, you remember seeing her. Like, she did. She was just, like, so peaceful. And We were there every day. We were praying around her. Her kids, her friends at school were writing her, like, oh my God, messages. You guys give me, like, a heads up. People like, are you were, kidding me right now? People were coming and, like, from AA and, like, bringing me to meetings. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, bumping into people. Like, George is one of them. Yeah. Oh. He's going to be honest. And he, George, I was, like, in Boston. And the next day, somebody hits me up to go to a noontime meeting and we go and I'm like, Oh, a coffee shop. I want some coffee. Cause I wasn't sleeping. It's like, so I go into the coffee shop and I'm like, George, <laughs> his name was by then, but I was like, Hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, I've George been a year a sober. And we went to rehab together like, like years before oh that. God. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So like, this is like the synchronicities that was mentioned in the thing earlier. So there's like yep. lots of these things. So, so many synchronicities. And me and Kaylin, the synchronicities between the two. And backstory, George is nourished. I, in the Vedic meditation, I sh- we shouted him out last week. So now we'll shout him out again because we brought it up. <laughs> synchronicities. Shout out. Nourished. They're amazing people. Jillian, yes. George, Sydney. Yes. Unreal. Do a nourished event. Yes. Um, maybe we should be sponsored by them. <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe once they get bigger. We're going to Italy. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so we were going and we were like in the parking lot, like praying. We were just, it was everybody just rallied. And Kaylin, Jesse died. See, that's beautiful. And that's something that I want to make sure that we touch on a lot. It's yeah. like the community of AA definitely was yeah. beautiful. And they were there to help me stand when I couldn't stand. And so that's like yeah. something I never want to take away from the program because the community fucking rallies. Oh, like I They fucking rally hard for yeah. for you. Like Oh, yeah. And so like this is where like the holistic thing comes in where I'm like I think back and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Every single day, three times a day when I was with my daughter – a counselor comes around and tries to prescribe. (laughs) So I was like, hey, I was like, I am an addict. I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. This is like the third day in a row. Don't come back here. And they're like, you need to sleep. We can give you something to help with the anxiety. We can help you sleep. You know, you need to like, we can do something. And I was like, don't you understand? Like, I'm here like hanging on by a fucking. Yeah. So I'm like, wow. Oh my gosh. And like, I think of like all my friends that I know that have like 
lost children since then and like my whole body cringes because I'm like if they're in a hospital they're gonna like they're gonna have to deal with that and like that's more addicting than anything (laughs) like I abuse those drugs and you want to like just hand them to me for free become lifetime customers my child you know what I mean I'm gonna have I'm like no I'm getting yeah I was like I'm gonna get through this like by myself I had no idea like when you said that Kaylin lost her daughter I thought you meant like she had like a miscarriage or something not that like her seven-year-old daughter oh my gosh you didn't even know I had no fucking glue oh god sorry like I'm like in shock right now and 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 you are just just so like a power of example like I feel like I just can't like I don't know what the fuck I would do if I lost my daughter yeah well this it's I just have to say, not only did she lose her daughter, she lost her fiance, yeah, her, were, were your you boyfriend. Guys, were you boyfriend or were, were you He had just or? recently got divorced. He was okay. like finalizing a divorce. So we could, like, but you guys were forward. living together. Yeah, we were living he together. was in the union. Her landlord kicked her out of her apartment. Oh, yeah. So I was like... evicted. Like, my daughter died November 1st, and I had to be out of my apartment November 6th. Ugh. Yeah. And then I had to make an amends to her later on. Dude, talk like, about being fucking tested, bro. Oh, yeah. It was like test after test. It was and like, like, are you ready? early sobriety. Like a week sober. <laughs> like, let's touch on that. Like, Wait, how was, did you... Was it a week? I was two weeks. I was two weeks And, two like, weeks you sober. stayed sober through this? Well, my sobriety date is October 13, 2012. And your daughter's date is... November 1st. Okay. 2000. So you literally stayed so you literally stayed sober through all of this. All like, of this. Completely sober. Unfucking real. Yeah. yeah, and I just want to say I remember I was 9 months sober and I remember calling my sponsor and like 9 I wasn't even a year sober at this point. Still sponsoring a bunch of people, trying to navigate getting Gavin back and like everything else. And I remember calling my sponsor and being like, "Yeah, this is what's happening and I'm not qualified. <laughs> I can't fucking handle this. And she, Help me out, please. I can only I'm not qualified. And she just said to me, she goes, yeah, Amy, you're not. And that's okay. But God is. And you're not alone. And mm. all you have to do is show up for her. And I'll never, like, that was it, right? Because that's it. Like, all I have to do is show up. And there is mm. never going to be a single thing in my life that's going to happen to me that as long as I'm showing up and I'm fully participating in the reality of life that I can't handle or that we that can't, God can't handle. handle either. God can't. Yeah. God like, is everything. Because it's not me. Yeah. I God is everything and he is nothing. Yes. 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 And God was everything in this and it had nothing to do with me other than the fact that I was willing to show up for somebody. Yeah. And not myself. Mm. I yeah, like yeah. I just wasn't selfish enough, and I was like, whatever she needs. So like, I started. I knew I needed like help, but I will say, so like, Amy, I didn't do any of the rules. I don't. I didn't do any of the rules. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> the rules are made, thank you. The rules are made up. I didn't, there we go. Are I didn't follow. Up. Okay. I, I, I was like, I broke all. them all. Okay. I mean, I was a stripper in sobriety, so <laughs> <laughs> fuck the rules. Yeah. Literally three years sober as a stripper. Yeah. So I literally did not live by any of the rules. Yeah, no rules. The rules are made up. One of my favorite sayings, like somebody had to make them up. Other than, what do we say? If you don't the have golden anything, rule. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And yeah. be fucking kind. And do your best not to do harm. And if you do harm because we're human beings, fucking say sorry. And, you know, try not to do it again. <laughs> yeah, so the rules. So, like, Fuck the rules. I literally... Was got like, in a relationship. <laughs> well, no. Before that, when I first got sober, I had like a ton of weed. 
to get rid of. And I was like, I will just sell it because I'm not going to like throw weed away. That's like throwing money away. And so, so at this point, you're like two weeks sober. Yeah, I'm like two weeks sober. So that's like frowned upon. I got I got community. evicted. Yep. And so you're just I trying to make to, ends meet. Like, like you yeah. just lost your fucking daughter. Yeah. You're trying to make ends meet. Trying to get rid of this weed. Trying to do the right thing. Living with me. Living so with Amy. Like, selling weed. Can't even imagine what that was like. My house was just the crash house. The trap house. house. The no, trap it wasn't tra- a trap house. I was a bartender. Probably another rule that, you know, nine months sober, it was the only thing that That's I That's what do. I did. The, the second sober, that I... the sober trap house. The sober the, trap house. It was the sober trap house, <laughs> it for was, sure. Everybody was there. I did my third step on that porch, and I'll never so forget many it. people did third steps in that house on that porch. There's so much that went down yeah. at that amazing apartment with no furniture. Burnt popcorn. <laughs> no license, no car. We were like going to the grocery store like yo but we so like crazy. we had community though that was community we were like helping and like taking care of gavin yeah, and like so loving your son and like yeah. just making it yeah. and it was mia me we had mia she was 19 she we, she no, wasn't she, she was, was 16 seven, oh, okay we did her prom we did her makeup i sponsored mia she was 16 she was amazing. She still is amazing. Mia's amazing. She should come on here. That's yeah, incredible. we'll have her on here for That's sure. That's incredible. Yeah. She's a nurse now, like a traveling nurse. She's not even. She got out of that. She's like in alternative medicine. Oh, even better. She's like killing it. Lives in yeah. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. But she was a nurse because I remember I was like oh, going yeah, to speaking at her things. Yeah. She still is a nurse. Yeah, see, that's so special. Yeah, so like, fuck the, the community. Yeah. Like, that's so special. You guys all rallied for her. Like, that's... Yeah. That's what matters. And, like, these people have rallied, rallied for me. Keep going. <laughs> Someone's here with us, y'all. What was that? that was they, someone... they probably are. So, like, the medium. Okay. Okay. So, the day that... That was weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> really weird. Okay. The day that my daughter died, my friend Jen... And love her so much. I hope she watches this, but I miss her. She's like, I have this really amazing medium that you should go to. I was super skeptical. I was like, there's no way. Like I'm. Gonna I do was this. too at that point. And so, I it was all over the news. The whole accident was on the news, and I was like, she's got to know. So I called from Amy's phone private, and I didn't give my name. And smart. I walked into her house, and she was a a, a block away from Amy's yeah. house. Walking distance because we didn't have our licenses. <laughs> Dude, the synchronicities. I'm That's telling you. That's what we're you. saying. The card, the secret. Like, uh, when yeah. God shows up, he fucking shows, shows up. Shows up. Yeah. He, yeah God like, is- there's no denying it. Look at the fucking chill bumps on my arm right now. Are you shitting me? Like, I can't. Well, when you're connected. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's there. You have exactly. to be connected. You have to be open. Like, God is there as long as you, like. Are willing to receive it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, you seek God. Yeah, God will there. come. Yeah. And it's so true. So we like walk in and I was like, hi, I'm your three o'clock. And like, I don't even know. My face might have looked puffy. Maybe not. I don't know. My daughter like, I'm like, it was my dad's birthday. Yeah. October 31st when it was Halloween. Like I got this tattoo for her, like, because she died the day that the day of the dead is celebrated. Her ashes are in the ink and she wanted to be that for Halloween. And she was still in the hospital and um, she ended up dying on November 1st, which is the day that the Day of the Dead is is celebrated. Yep. So my dad's birthday is Halloween. He's at the hospital with us and, like, my whole family. And um, the doctors are like, you know, she's – it'd only be a couple hours. It wasn't a couple hours. Like, she literally waited until 12, 15 a.m. to pass so that it was, like, not on his birthday. 
And I know that. Like, she didn't want to take that away, you know. Wow. So, um, oh, we'll get back to that date later because it's like there's such a significance around that date. Um, Well, like the same time period. So we walk into the medium and I sit down. She goes, there's a spirit here. And I was like, oh, really? She's like, yep, tall, skinny, bald head. And I was like, oh. And I did my best not to react. And she's like, it's a J name. Is it Jesse? And I was like, yeah. I just got chills again. It is. And like she like hit it. Everything she hit, she's like saying he doesn't want me to be miserable. He wants me to be happy. He wants me to move on. He's at peace. Um, He talked about like different things. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, my God. She's like, there's a little girl here with you. And I was like, I can't. I was like, what? I was like, oh, really? Because I was still skeptical. Skeptical. I was like, there's no way. Like, she she's knows like, my story. She she read up on this. Yeah. She's and had she's like, it. oh, my God. She's like, this girl is so new. She's like, this is your daughter? And I was like, yeah, that's definitely my daughter. And she's like, spirits don't come in this quick. And, like, it was literally, like, eight hours. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, 12 hours. And she came in and, like... <sighs> Like, the message that we got, she was, like, showing her all her stuff, and she loved her stuff, and, like, oh. running in the fields with, gr- with gr- like, dogs, with dogs, and, like, I, like, will never, ever forget that. So, like, I was still skeptical. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how I was, like, so skeptical. And I paid her, and I was like, thank you so much. That's amazing. And I was walking out of the door, and she taps me on my shoulder, and she's like, they want you to know that that you're that they're really here right now and she's like you said something to her before she passed and she repeated the three sentences that I said to my daughter before she took her last breath so I like I like knew in that instant that like I wasn't alone and it was like such a part of my healing because like if I didn't receive that gift from her and like knew that like okay like, you my daughter's going to see everything that I do now. What did you say to her? What was the what was the sentence? Um, I said, if you see Jesse, go with him. Give him a hug. Tell him I love him, and I'll see you again. And, like, I just, like, let her go. So, um, yeah. Then I went to the club. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like, went we to the club. <laughs> I, music's my therapy. Music is my therapy. Because the rules are made up. Me too, girl. Me too. Music went, is my therapy. Oh my gosh. Thank God Amy is a bartender at mm. the club. <laughs> thank She's God. Like, oh everything. The synchronicities. And I went we to the club and I like. moments was oh, provided for us. But I remember like being in the dance floor and there was like red and black around. And I closed my eyes and I wouldn't let anybody dance with me. And I just like. Enjoyed yourself. Sweated it out. And I imagined like just like dancing with them and I cried on the dance floor and I was sweating. I, I, I literally like danced for like six hours straight until the club was closed, just like crying and sweating. And then like, I just kept going back and I was like, I'm going to go dancing again. And I was a single mom for seven years. So like it had been a while since like I like got fully like had the opportunity to like work on me. Yeah. You know, cause when, when we're moms, like they come, first. we don't get the time yeah. either to, to work on our ourselves unless we like really make that time so um I was like so grateful (laughs) that I got to like dance it out dance 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 and 
um, then I like started doing the work and things started like opening up for me. Um, I think you were sponsoring people at like three months. You were like, I need to help people. I need to get out of myself. Yeah. Like it was like, we just like did it. We like did the work. We like, yeah. sat, you just like wrote your four step, like literally would sit on my couch and like I was working. No, I was going to like taking- move in with a friend and I was like, and it was like, she got high the day that we were going to like sign like a lease. And I was like, this is God, though. Like, yeah, God showed I'm not supposed to do right. this. You're you know what I mean? I'm not this. supposed to be there. Yeah. Or, like, my husband coming into my life, yeah. you know, like, my now husband. He, like, was sitting at the podium, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's it. He could get it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it up, fuck like, it up. <laughs> he could get it. It's like, he could definitely get that. And he got it. And he got it. He did get it. that ring on that finger. <laughs> But literally, like, I don't know. I was like, I, I'm so grateful for him, though, because he, like, pushed back. And I just remember, like, the beginning where, like, I gave him my number. He wouldn't at first. I was, like, sitting on the – it was when I moved out to Leah's house. Yeah. Um, And I love you, Leah, if you're listening. Um, But um, I moved to Leah's house, and I remember him, like, coming over. And, like, I hadn't had, like, a one-night stand before in my life like ever Mm. and I was like I can do this but like I tried I tried having one night stands but they always turned into like long relationships yeah (laughs) never leaving they like it just falling in love (laughs) they like it too much yeah I get it oh just being honest here yeah Um, we know our power here we are so um yeah where was I (laughs) Like Dan, Julia's got house, it showing yeah. us oh, when we met Dan yes, in the rules so we were like don't do it don't get don't into get it yeah and everyone was like he's a womanizer everybody was telling me like don't do it don't do it um he tried like giving me his number and I was like oh no like my mom taught me way better than that <laughs> like you're gonna take my number and you're gonna call me or you're not so eventually he took my number but that was like a Sunday and he didn't use it. So I was like at the next Sunday meeting and I saw him and he'll say this is like a different, he has his own story, you know, but I saw him and he's like, Hey, what's up? Like on our smoke break. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> I was you like, didn't no. call me. I was like, a week is way too long, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, I'm you all set. I was like, you, shot. you made it. I was like, you made it very clear. I'm good. I think well, it was like, I went, like sat down in my seat and I had a text message. It was like, thank God. <laughs> like, I, why? Why are we doing that? If you like somebody and you have feelings and there's an energetic connection and like, these are the things, these are the rules. Like, oh, don't text that person back or like, don't be f- too forward or Whatever it is, if yeah. You play hard to well, get. so like on his yeah, defense, it's like games. Yeah. It's like we're just... on his defense, I had I had no, been through something. Back then. Well, like I had been something, and he even says this. Like he yeah. he didn't want to be that guy. Yeah, he didn't want to be that guy. I had gone through something so traumatic mm. that he was like, I can't. Uh, it was a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, and he was like a, over a year sober. You know, so yeah. he would be thirteen stepping me. You know, and you were like, what at this point? How many? Like how many? two months over yeah okay so like freshy <laughs> yeah little baby i was a little baby and i had just lost my boyfriend yeah and, and daughter and my daughter yeah and um so like i kept seeing him everywhere though like i went to like breakfast at somebody's house and he like walked in to like hang out with the husband and i was like okay what are you doing here that's weird yeah. like 
Okay. He just kept showing up. Sick yeah. cities. Yeah. And then, like... Because when God wants something to happen, it's yep. going yeah, to, it's going ha- to happen. Yeah. And then, like, so we, like, found out, like, our parents have... Like, my last name was Cook. His last name is Look. <laughs> Our yeah, our parents, our parents have. (laughs) It went it went from cook to look like I didn't literally like, just I hated my last name though. Um, it was spelled K U C K. So like I my whole life that was like that was trauma in itself. Was having that last name, (laughs) like (laughs) traumatized. Oh God, I'm dead. (laughs) So um. He um, and his parents have the same wedding anniversary as wow. my parents. And so it's it's kind of like whatever. More synchronicity. Yeah. Meant to be. And I was like, you know, living on Amy's couch. And it was a, no, you were at my couch. You were in my I was bed. In, I was in your bed. I was in your bed. Yeah, let's clarify that. Couch. Let's make sure Dan, you hear that. I was in her bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was in her bed. You didn't save me from no couch. I had the bed. We even kicked dudes out of that. We did. They slept on the couch. So women in our power. Yeah. Um and then like from that moment on I was just like I was like rocketed. <laughs> I was rocketed to like another dimension. Yep. And I started working with people and I think now that I look back at it, I was so consumed with ego. I think uh-huh. it was like the ego. Yeah. And 100%. I could not be alone. That, like, I had to consume myself with helping others. Yeah. So I just, like, anything. I think, I like, one time I had, like, 17 sponsees. Yeah, that's, that's like, a tally. That's fucking unmanageable, That bro. is completely not okay. That's unmanageable. Yeah. yeah. How the fuck? Well, none of them called me. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, I, there, was also, there was a point when I had 13 and everyone was calling me on a regular basis. And my life was just so consumed with any other, everything else and yeah. everyone else and my ego being fold and, like, the wolf pack, all this stuff. Like, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So like, but back, so I should talk a little bit about my healing. Before I got sober, my parents are amazing and like. Super supportive. Very supportive. That's amazing. And, but they have done like a lot of work on themselves. They did like, um, I think April last week was talking about it. I've done Landmark. I did Landmark. Yep. I did. Um, you the, still want to do like, Landmark. I did it when I was a teen. Teenager, I did teen Landmark. Landmark. I, Landmark as a teen, I saw the, so cool. I saw yeah. the So I did like, I think I did it when I was like 16 or 17. I definitely want to do it still. Yeah. It's so good. Just for the, ex- honestly, it's just for, yeah, I just want to do it for yeah. the experience, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's so good. Um, and then I did Sterling. Um, and then after, so after I got sober this time too, I actually went back to Sterling and like started volunteering, which mm. was, which also prevented, uh, like provided a lot of um, healing experiences yeah. for me because I got to like relive that. Yeah. And I got to, you for know, sure. really dig deep and, yeah. and get like that stuff that was like the AA could never get out for me. Um, yeah, like, and get the support of women always and always constantly too, have like, like women in my life. And like, that's something crucial. Yeah. The most powerful thing that women can have is like strong women in their lives and yeah. women that they can trust. 100%. I it's agree. It's the biggest thing that women need yeah. is like women is like a circle of women that they can trust. That's my circles have changed. Our women's circle. It's this Friday, our first one. It's sold out. And yeah. we have so many people messaging us. The women's circle. Women. And don't amazing. worry, you guys. If you didn't get into this one, please don't worry. We might be doing them twice a month if we need to. Yeah. Like, there will always be room for you. We're just trying to figure this out. Just it's our first one, plug, and yeah. we're already, like, 22 people. Just to plug people. this in. 
<clears throat> amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be incredible. Yeah. Because so that's, like you said, you need women, you especially need if women. you're not part of a community like AA, yeah. where you can, where that's provided to you. There's like a lot of these people that are coming to us are either stay at home moms or women who don't. Yeah. They're so tough. Like you, you graduate high school, you leave college or you never go to college and you, you're living life, but you don't, you don't have these women in the support system in your life anymore. Yeah. And that's so like crucial. Yeah. And like my ego. Yeah. But like my ego definitely like played a huge part in like, not in like the relationships, but like in AA, like my ego was so ugly. Yeah. I think we, we talk about it all the time. hundred percent. I look back at it. Here's the thing. It's Here's always like, what what am I going to wear? Who am I going to see? What are we going to talk about? I'm always like pre, pre-deciding pre what I'm going to say. Who like, am I going like, to save? Yeah, like who am I going to save today? <laughs> like you're not God. You're not going to yeah. save nobody. No. <laughs> Here's no. the thing about ego. And, you know, it's a part of us. It's who yeah. we are, right? So it's like once we start to have a deeper understanding of who we are, our ego just becomes who we are instead of having to fill it and fill it and fill it. Mm, and yeah. like, you know, like then it becomes something we label as bad. Yeah. But my ego fucking saved my ass. Yeah. Save my ass. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's fine. I can accept that for that moment of life that got me to the steps that it got me to get me here. Cause now I have a deep understanding of my ego and I fucking love myself. Yeah. You love yourself. Tay you loves do. herself. And that's, that's a part of just accepting our ego as a yeah. piece oh, yeah. of who Well, we you are. need to, like, get to know your ego. But you it need is to have a relationship with your ego and, like, sick. know who that is so that you can actually see when that ego, ego is, like, being present. Like, yeah. I had to, like, really dive deep yeah, with my ego yourself. and be like, this is – we're going to have a relationship. Yeah. Like, we're going to – I'm going to yeah. let you know, like, what it looks like. And, you know, like, I've lost people in my life from that and, like – that's what it is. <laughs> I think there's a time and place, right? Like I always say, like there's healthy ego. Like it's okay for my ego to show up sometimes if I need it to. Like, oh yeah. Especially when it comes to my sobriety. Like in the beginning of my sobriety, my ego is definitely what kept me sober for a very long time. Yeah. Like I stayed sober so I could fucking raise my hand and be like, "Yep, I can sponsor you." Like that's yep. that's just what it was. But in my mind, that was a healthy part of my ego to be like, "You need to keep showing up as this person so you can continue to do these things and be your." most authentic self to get there yeah to get to that point absolutely and now here we are yeah yeah and i mean you get like you get gifts from helping other people like you get the biggest gifts from every time i'm having a bad day my husband will text me and be like turn your thoughts towards others like that's another thing we always carry the principles with us right like we're not in anymore but it's like if i'm having a shit fucking day dude he i swear to god his first text to me is like babe have you thought about anyone but yourself today and I'll be like, mm, I love that. No, nope. you're always like, I fucking haven't. <laughs> nope, I'm sitting in my shit. Roasted. <laughs> yep. Like I'm just sitting here, fucking thinking about all the terrible things. He's like, Yeah, why don't you text one of your girlfriends or text someone and ask them what they're doing today and see if you can go see them or like what they need today. Yeah. Like, get the fuck outside of yourself. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So where we were like 17 sponsors deep, <laughs> yeah. I like God had a plan. Like I ended up like moving in with my husband. I broke all the rules i same was bartending um i gosh like i don't even know (laughs) all the things all All the the things things you're not breaking all the rules yeah Yeah. we were so um well that's like the thing right okay so here we are we i mean for me personally i had been on my own since i was 16 I had, you know what I mean, done whatever I had done. I had no, like, real guidance and rules. Then I was a drug addict for 
however many years I was a drug addict. You were a drug addict for however many years you were a drug yeah. addict after growing up in Brockton and fighting and doing all these things. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, wait, now I got sober. Now I'm just supposed to be this amazing stand-up citizen yeah, and just not. figure it out. I'm still not a stand-up citizen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but, like, and then it's like, but it's it's like, they like, it's like the fear of relapse. You know, oh, always. Dun, dun, dun. If you don't always. play by the rules, you're going to die. Yeah, Wait, you're going to gorilla die. doing That's where I was like, oh, back. like I had to like deprogram myself yes. from that. I'm still like, uh, part of me, I think, will always still have this like, it's fucked. I'm trying. Yeah. Like little things, you know, we oh. talk about it all the time. Like if I'm out and I'm like going to get a drink or if I'm at the liquor store, I'm like, holy fuck, is someone going to see me? Am I going to oh get in gosh. trouble right now? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like Somebody's going to see me. Yeah. Like a it's never like about like if I'm ever going to use drugs. Like, bro, you couldn't fucking pay me enough to stick yeah, a needle no in my kidding. arm again. Like you literally couldn't pay me enough. But it's always that thought of like, am I going to get in trouble? Am I doing the right thing? Are my kids going to be mad that I'm like, you know, whatever it may be. It's like that fucking yeah. programming in our brain that's just like, nope. You, you you relapse you die yeah yeah you die. we're dead we're dead we're dead yeah i know i should have been dead like four years ago <laughs> oh no, let's get there okay so yeah let's so i got so we sober, broke all the rules broke all the rules but you know did all the work <laughs> all the work did all the work i think i've been through like the steps like three times yeah that's the thing Two right? or three we times. i've had four, like, four or five over. different sponsors because i moved to like all different places like mm. i lived up in burlington for a month but i met all these amazing cool people like i still talk to these amazing yeah cool that's women. the best like, meeting the people yeah and then i went to virginia we bought a house in virginia um i had a baby in virginia um amy like we'll get there later we'll talk about like the babies like yeah. amy and i both had like we stopped being friends yeah like close friends um just from like drama in aa um because that happens and like we both had kids that are exactly like two or three weeks apart At so we have both time. have a six-year-old we both have what she's gonna be three in like yeah a week, a couple, a week. Couple, yeah no april yeah and my so my son just turned three so we have a six-year-old and a three-year-old we weren't talking at the time and then, like, that's that synchronicity yep. again. Like, all the synchronicity. Yeah, we both have, like, there's pregnancy at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we got, then... she got married. I got married. She had Ruby. I had Xavier. When did she you had get married? Cam, I was I had... June um, 2016. I was June 2019, but I got married in summer solstice in June 2019. Okay, mine was June 19th. Yeah. So our wedding that's anniversaries so were a couple days apart from each other, too. Wow. Insane. Yeah, that's nuts. That's not, it's not even like communicating. Either. Not communicating. Yeah. yeah. So, um, had like some really cool spiritual experiences, like through the program, like even down there, everything yep. was great. We moved to Martha's Vineyard. We take this like big leap. I, I go, love how you just moved all around. I love that. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I would love to just like move all around. It was like definitely like needed to happen and i'm glad it happened but we definitely like ended up where we needed to end up and yeah we had to go through what we went where through you're meant to be like i mean we went through like some really crazy experiences some lows some highs some you know when i was in virginia when we bought our house i was like so lonely that's like really what got me out of there because i had no community i had nothing mm -hmm. we lived in like a gated community on a lake you know it had like we a community were house after you had ruby we would like connect every once in a while oh of course yeah like we, we weren't like close like, though no we weren't close. we weren't close we weren't like, like you we know were. like we were yeah thunder buddies yeah thunder buddies um <laughs> the best uh so when we went to the vineyard like their cadillac problems were a lot different yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. I was like, oh, I was like trying to find somebody that like a sponsor that had like a big book background. And they all said this like one woman's name. And I was like, where is she? Is there a big book meeting? They're like, what? I was like, okay, is there like a 12 step sponsor anywhere? And they all said this name. So I was like, does anybody have her number? So I, I met her. She was amazing. I loved her. We did like cookie swaps and stuff. Like it was great. Cute stuff. You know? But then, but it um, wasn't the dirty work. It wasn't. It the wasn't dirty work. what you needed. No. Yeah, because we say this all the time. There's only so many times you can do the twelve steps. Like, yeah. how many times I, are you gonna keep doing the twelve steps yeah. before you're like, okay, this isn't cutting it. And I was a new. This mom. isn't working. Yeah, I was a new mom. Like, I think Ruby was a year and a half old, and um, or yeah, a little over a year, and I had a miscarriage. Okay. So, and it was actually I my miscarriage happened, literally like the same time that my son was born like the same day like as my son was born like five years later so he was my like wow baby that came next yeah around the in his birthday and he came on his due date wow yeah so my god if if god shows up for anyone i swear to god it's like it's for everybody i know but the synchronicities in your story are just like mind blowing to me. Yeah, truly, I think everyone is gonna think this is so powerful. They're all there. Everybody has them. You just I know, hundred percent. I believe that too. You're gonna see them now. You better message me. And I'm just like, like looking out everywhere. <laughs> Here's my sign. Um, so I all of a sudden it like triggered something in me because I had lost my child, yeah. you know, in a car accident. Yep. And I like dove into like always helping other people that I don't think I had any time to like you never be really with dealt myself. With it. Yeah, you never. Really and I think like... it's so important that we like have to be with ourselves yeah. and learn what it's like to be with ourselves. Do you know how hard it is? Feel it yeah. to heal. Yeah. And so I I lost it. <laughs> I had reoccurring nightmares happen where um, your trauma was trigger warning. Yeah. Trigger warning. Um, I was having dreams of how my daughter, Ruby, was going to die and like visions, like it was like very vivid dreams. So that I would wake up in a panic, sweaty, and then I would all day think about this dream and it would happen every single night that I went to sleep. They were like, pray, meditate, pray, meditate. And I'm like, I'm so broken. So I went like six, seven months of like just going to meetings, talking about it, trying to ask people for help. I went through... 10 different therapists like i was like six i did a couple online because there's not many available on that little island yeah um and every single one of them like one of them i love it when like people like hear that i don't drink and they're like justifying their drinking and i'm like why is my therapist justifying her drinking to me right now (laughs) because like the next she like literally would like i would come back the next week and she's like you know i only drink like one glass of wine a, a night and i was like i don't give a shit cool. what you do what the fuck you me. do i'm like can you listen to me like, like i need you to help me yeah well they would like hear my story because i'd have to like tell my story you yeah, know and then i would and go over. back the next week and they'd be like you're so amazing oh my god and i'm like i'm fucking broken help me i'm fucking dying yeah i'm here because i need fucking help yeah and then one of them was like you need to wean your daughter i was like bitch you are fired <laughs> Tell me how to fucking parent my child. Wait, wean your daughter off what? Like off breastfeeding. Oh, okay. Therapist like asked me to wean. <laughs> I was like, you're fired. <laughs> you're literally like fired because therapists are just insane. And then I was suggested CBD oil. So I started taking CBD oil and it helped. It did help. I was like, oh, this is okay. Like I can sleep at night. I'm not having dreams. 
we're good. I'm getting good sleep. Yep. Yep. And then a friend of mine suggested somatic healing. Have you ever heard of yep. like somatic healing? I've been looking into somatic <gasps> yoga. Oh my gosh. So I did this like body somatic therapy and this like experience was like the best experience I've ever had. She literally like went through, it was like a guided meditation, went through every point of my body. Cause trauma lives in your body. You guys. Yes. Trauma lives in your body. You and have she's to magical. So she like, we went through all, I wasn't feeling anything. And then I got to like my belly and this was like, there was like a huge block. I could, I saw this like wall in this meditation and I was like, it's in my uterus. And she's like, okay, tell me like what's going on. And I was like, you know, it feels like really hard and it's there. And she's like, what are you feeling? And I was like, I'm scared. Like, I feel really scared. And that's why that walls up. Cause like, I realized like the miscarriage like did more like to me than I thought it did. Mm. And she's like, okay, well, does this have anything to do with your nightmares? And I was like, absolutely. It has everything to do with my daughter because I'm afraid that my daughter's going to die. And she's like, okay, put your daughter in the, in like in your, in front of you. So I was like in this guided meditation and I thought that she meant like Kiara. So I put Kiara into the Kiara guided meditation. My daughter is the one, the one that died. Away. Yep. And she was like surrounded in this like white light and she wasn't moving her lips but she was talking to me and she was like mom I'm so proud of you I'm so proud of you and like I have to, I had to go you wouldn't be where you are today if I didn't go oh my god and I was like okay and then she's like you have a purpose I fulfilled my purpose you have a purpose and and you're you're doing it incredible so I tell her this and she's like, okay, well, you're obviously intuitive because this doesn't happen <laughs> very often. And yep. I, she's like, I meant your daughter. And I was like, well, I just have this like huge fear that I'm going to like lose another child because that's what was coming up for me. And then she's like, okay, she got me back into the meditation. She told me to put Ruby in, which is like my current living daughter. And, uh, she was actually like older when she stepped in, like into my brain and she steps in and she's like stoic. She was like very like almost like a warrior. And she like I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden there was like five hundred like tribal warriors. Oh. Like they looked like Incredible. big like Viking tribal people behind her. And I was like <gasps> and I like woke up and I was like, Oh my god, she's okay. I was like, She's protected. She's protected. Incredible. And Ruby's like that. Ruby goosebumps <laughs> again. Ruby is. You do me, Ruby. Ruby's Ruby's definitely. She is a warrior. Her and X are the same, <laughs> and they're just like savages. They're yeah. just like out. Yeah, they I can't are. wait. And her presence, like she's just like a big presence, and yeah. she's got it. Yeah, she she's does. Got it. So at that moment, I was like, "Oh, we're good." So for three months, I was fine. I didn't have nightmares. Like the somatic healing worked. And um, then they came back and I was like, oh no. So I went back to her. I had a really good experience, not like the experience I had before. And the nightmares came back and I was like, all right, something's gotta give. So 
I started doing the CBD oil again. I was getting like the highest quality because like I had done my research about like yeah. I became like a obsessive with research. Yeah, <laughs> it was like oh, it was the same way. Like everything has to. I need to like know. I'm like a. I'm like I love knowledge. Me too. <laughs> like I need to know. I always like my brain always has to think yeah. or I have to like look into everything. So I was getting highest quality CBD. It costs a lot of money. It cost a hell of a lot more money to live on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were already, like, just getting by. We were, like, putting groceries on a credit card, like, just struggling out yeah. there. My husband was working, you know, against breaking the rules, working for the family liquor store, you know, completely yeah. sober because he was going to take it over. <laughs> and that's why we moved there. Yeah. And um, his friend had, like, a CBD pen. And I was like, oh, so he brought it home from work. And I was like, all right, I'll like hit it. I had never seen like a CBD vape or anything like that. It wasn't a CBD pen. <laughs> it was a THC. It was a THC pen. And I literally hit it like six times. Oh, God. So I was so go. fucking high. Blasted. <laughs> I immediately went to paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, oh, my God, I just relapsed. I just fucking relapsed. Mm-hmm. And everything I've fought for Your whole and lived identity for just came and crashing and, down oh yeah and like i didn't call nobody in aa i called my mom <laughs> i was like hey mom i was like i am i'm high like i just took this pen that was supposed to be cbd and she's like go fuck your husband and i was like <laughs> yeah mom okay okay mom I was like, oh, yeah, my mom's got it going on. Like, thank God for my mom. I wouldn't be alive yeah, for my same. mother. <laughs> like, my mom's the best. Um, all so, our moms. I think all our moms and are like, pretty at my, and, are But at this time, like, my husband was, like, definitely at a low, like, there. Like, we were, like, financially insecure, like, struggling. Yeah. And that, like, really, like, it, it sucks. And, like, I was, like, you know, we were, like, doing our best to, like, be together and, like, be happy and, like, just make it work. And we're, like, at the end is coming close. The end is coming. You know, we were, like, looking for something that was going to, like, fix it. Yeah, like, and, the light is coming. Yeah. And so he was definitely, like, depressed. And I he'll say it to this day. Like, he was definitely at a low. So um, we had, like, bomb sex <laughs> that night. I was, like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. And, um... And I went to sleep and I didn't have a nightmare. And I was like, the next night I only took like one hit. And then I like called my sponsor and was like, you know, I'm definitely doing this. So like, I'm just yeah, it's gonna, working. I'm, gonna, I'm sleeping. I'm going. Yeah. And so like, but back up those like six, seven therapists that I went on, like on the island that I went to yeah. within like two visits, they had diagnosed me with like PTSD um manic depressive like you know you should i have a a high blood pressure medication that you can take i'll prescribe you this prescribe you that prescribe you that i was like i don't think you understand like i don't want to be on a on i'm not trying to get on a pharmaceutical like yeah i don't give my kids tylenol i'm not taking i'm not gonna be taking something like that i don't i don't want that um so i went you know the more natural route and from that moment on we were living in a legal state my husband you know started growing he started he started doing it with me his attitude completely changed our relationship completely changed he was like so happy and like life was like we were fun we were like fun parents again and like we were going and having like fun and enjoying life and like being in the moment again and it was just like the best decision that we had made yeah still to this day so we like he was like he became like a scientist how many years (laughs) how many years ago is this over four years. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Over Weird. four years ago. I'm not dead. 
No, I I'm so like oh, I'm so happy though. Like yeah, and I say the same thing. Like weed just helps me relax. It helps me stay present. If I've have if I'm like literally going through such a bad day with my kids and it's been like absolute chaos, like yeah. I'm I will literally go take a minute to myself and I will come back and I am way more present, way more patient, way yeah. more able to handle things that like. Yeah, it was like the fun mom. It was like yeah. super fun. So I like, like I made my own relax. medicine though. So my husband grew it. He became a scientist, grew it. I made like my own tinctures. I was making like my own lemonades. Um, my mom friends loved me because we yeah. were all just like having fun. We're going to the beach every single day. I lived like three minutes from the most beautiful ocean ever. I could see yeah, the ocean incredible. from my house. Like it was paradise. And um, then um, we like COVID hit. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Boom. And yeah. I was like, I gotta we get off. We won't go there, though. Okay? Like, no. We're not gonna, we're not. I was like, I gotta get off this island. <laughs> I was like, I gotta get off this island. And I was like, you know, let's go to New Hampshire. Like, let's just go to New Hampshire. Um, something traumatic happened. Um, and, like, we had hit some, like, family issues. And I don't, I can't, it's not my place to yeah. do that. So we hit a little bit of, like, some stuff. And it was like, all these signs led up to we need to get out of here. Mm. We need to get out of here. There was like sign the synchronicity. It was like we gotta go. So like it was a Sunday and I was like, just start packing. Like let's just start packing. So we started packing. My husband quit his job with his family and was like, I'm done. I called my little brother and I was like, Hey, we're moving off the island. We're gonna try and find a place to live. Couldn't find anywhere. Because they were like, Oh, waiting yeah. list until March. It was the week before Thanksgiving in November. And we um I just kept calling and I kept calling. I was got on all these waiting lists and Friday came and um, I got a phone call in the morning from the place that told me they didn't have anything available till January. And they're like, hey, if you can be here on Monday, you can have the place. And I was like, oh, we're there. So like my I booked a because you have to like take a car. <laughs> so I yep. had to like book a, a, a <laughs> had my little brother get the U-Haul truck off the island and drive it to the boat, get it on the boat, pack it up, get the thing off. And then we came to New Hampshire. And then, like, from there, it was just, like, we knew we were right where we needed to be. Within a year, my husband, like, tripled his salary. And, like... Incredible. I was, like, okay, this is amazing. Everything worked out. Um, well, we had my son on the island, too. So we had my son. My son was born, like... 10, 11 days before the shutdown <laughs> happened. So okay. um, we we're like with like a, a little, you know, a little baby. <laughs> we we're like moving our whole selves up. Uh, then we came up here and um, I got to see my sister for the first time. So my sister was in the car accident. Yep. And so she obviously yeah, survived. Yeah. And we we had a really rough, rough relationship. Did anything happen to her in the accident or was she okay? Like any... She like broke her sternum and okay. like she was a... She she like held on to a lot of stuff from the accident too. Yeah, I bet. Because she had survivor's guilt. She had PTSD from yeah, the accident. I can't even imagine. So, um, and I, I kind of was like when I was living on the island, I didn't have to see her or be around her because she was in active addiction. So... I was like, you know, really struggling with her. I always was like, I just don't want to talk to her. I want to get her out of my life. Like she came to visit me one time on the island and she was like talking about like things 
nobody should talk about in public. We went to like the nude beach. She like laughed the whole time because she like couldn't. It was just rough around the edges. <laughs> she couldn't handle seeing a penis. It was like Unreal. too much for her. Unreal. I was like, stop, Quinn. It's okay. <laughs> but so when I moved here, um, I had never made an amends to my sister. So I had her over for Thanksgiving. And that night I got her into my bedroom and I'll never forget it. And I sat her down and I used to call her fat. Because she's she older or me. younger? She's older. 15 okay. months older. So we like fought. Like, I mean, yeah, we headbutt. fought. Yeah. <laughs> like, we like made each other bike curbs and stuff and like threw each other into moving cars. <laughs> like, fought. Unreal. <laughs> um, so I sat her down and I like got to make this apology to her. And I said to her, like, all these things that you know, I wanted to say to her for a long time. And then she started crying and it was like everything she wanted to hear. So a week goes by and she comes to me and she's like, I, I want to get sober. And like, she walks in my house. First off, she stinks so bad. And I was like, I don't want you hugging my kids. I was like, can I just like, and she's detoxing. So she's crying. Now my kids have not been around. All of the, my friends, like since I left AA, all of my friends are not in recovery. All of my friends are amazing. They don't like, they don't drink. They don't like do anything. They're just amazing human beings. Yeah, they're like, just absolutely enemies. amazing. Yeah. And like in full in their heart too. Like I like need deep, deep connection with people. And this yeah. is like. We were just no talking surface about this. level. Yeah. We don't do surface <laughs> yeah. level. Don't do surface level. So um, she comes in and she's like, I haven't brushed my hair in a year. So I draw my tub. I'm sitting there, I'm giving her a tub, I'm brushing her hair, my kids are seeing her crying and shaking because she's got like DTs so bad. My kids have never experienced this. And they're just like sitting there and like totally observing all of it. And like just being amazing. They just like literally let me take care of my sister. And so I got her um, a sponsorship. And she ended up at my studio. Yeah, so she went to rehab on a sponsorship. At Blueprint. Yeah, at Blueprint. And she did. She went to your studio a couple of times. I well, had never even been to your treatment. old studio. I was like, she it was must in be like treatment men. at Blueprint and came with Blueprint to yep. the studio. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh gosh. <laughs> That's incredible. So, um, buckle up, honey. So she, um, I think she stayed sober for a couple months. And from that point on, I had a different outlook on addiction. I decided that, like, she came to the playground with my kids. She was so messed up. I was like, I don't even know what this is. Like, is it meth? I, I was just like, I've been so far away from drugs that I was like, I don't know what this is, yeah. but it's crazy. Like, my my daughter, like, we got in the car, and she was like, Quinny was really weird. And I was like, I know. I was like, and I had to, like, have this conversation with my, you know, she was, like, then five. And I was like, yeah, Quinny was on yeah, drugs. Yeah, they things. I was yeah. like, Quinny was on drugs. And she's like, did you guys ever do drugs? And I was like yeah she's like did you guys go to jail and i was like yeah <laughs> she's like daddy too i'm like yeah like oh man I'm like this is definitely like not a conversation it's about to have right now <laughs> like, we, like, we live by the exactly. prison too so actually this morning we were talking about prison she's like do i know anybody in prison i'm like actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you do 
<laughs> but she was like, yeah, she's, but I'm like so honest with my kids. Like, that's no, that's just, good. That's how, what I yeah, believe too. And they're Honesty so, is the best policy. Yeah. I'm going to keep it open and honest yeah, always. Yeah. And I, and I do. And they're just like, because we live in a real world. Like why shelter them? They have to have it. Oh, well, and we don't live by like societal norms. No. Like my kids don't fit into society. I, mm. they do not. I don't want them to. I don't ever want them to like fit into a mold or put them into a box. Like I want you outside the box all the time. Me too. So, Agreed. Yeah, like, no. Um, so we're done with the box here. So my sister, I decided to, and I like, I remember hearing it somewhere, but it was like, love the addict, hate the addiction. And I was like, I'm going to love the addict. So like, I never brought it up. Every time my sister like came to my house or wanted to hang out or called me, I never brought up that she was high. Cause you can literally like tell like, Of course. Hello. Of course. How you doing? Uh, okay. Like the out yeah. of breath sound. Like, that's what my mom would always say. Like, my mom's I'm like, can, like, can you, you just take a breath? Tell. Like, my mom can too. you fucking take a breath? Like, she would always know like as soon as I picked up the phone. Yeah, right I'm like, yeah. Well, you're high. I'm like, we know when you're high. Yeah. But I decided to like do that for her and like love her. And I'm so grateful that I did. Like, so, so grateful that I did. Because that whole year, like, I just got to be present with her. And she got to, like, show up and be with my kids, you know? And. Uh, Don't even fucking tell me. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm, like, still trying to heal from this. So. <laughs> it was November 2nd. I remember, like, my daughter died November 1st and like when October hits it's like my sobriety date and then like 68 days later is like the day that Jesse died and then like two day, two weeks later is when my my daughter died and it's just like a fucked up month for me and I never know how I'm gonna be I never know how it's gonna happen and like that I was like when when it was like over it was like November 2nd I like woke up and I was like it's over like it's all good like we can just keep going on my husband like randomly had the day off we're like walking down the hall it was like 1 p.m and i was like i was like yo you smell that and we're like we live in like a complex so there's like a lot of doors i was like i smell a dead body and he's like come on i was like have you ever smelled a dead body because i smell like a million dead bodies i feel like like i just know what death smells like so i just like i smell a dead body and then it went away and i was like okay it's like 6 30 at night putting my kids to sleep my dad my parents are in vacation in mexico and they call me at like 6 30 and i was like hey what's up this is weird <laughs> like you guys are vacationing in mexico he's like i got something to say and he said she's gone and i was like what do you mean she's gone and she's like quinn od'd and i was like no no and i was like please just get my kids to sleep so i like tried to like hold myself in to like just be like, there's no fucking way. Like, there's no way. There's no way. There's no fucking way. Right? Nine years in one day. Exactly. Nine years in one day after my daughter died. The synchronicity. So. And what happened the year before that? The kid that was driving the car accident? He died. He got sober. Okay. He, so like 
He got sober. So the kid that drove into your car. Into Jesse's, to Jesse's car, car. He died. Yeah. He got finally got sober. He had like three <gasps> D he had like two or three Dewey's and the Concord oh, Patch. My fucking like word, Concord dude. Patch wrote this like awful thing about him and I tried to reach out to him. Like they were like, he shouldn't deserve to ever drive again, blah, blah, blah. Because he nodded off at like a stop sign. And I went on there and I was like, hey, I'm the mom and the girlfriend. And if anybody, you know, you guys need to really just, you know, stop being yeah, like stop this. this. Because and healing. Like, yeah, because I like heal. forgave everything. Like that whole situation. I was like, I've done the work where like I healed. I feel okay. And clearly that kid was still very sick. Yeah. And I was like, so I want to reach out to him. I want him to like know that I'm okay. He doesn't have to live with this like guilt and shame. Like I'm oh okay. So his friend hit me up and was like, he's in no shape or formed for you to talk to him. So I never got to talk to him. Still to this day, like, I still, like, I I would love to have, like, a conversation with somebody, you know, just to, like, you know, yeah. maybe someday. Like, his parents <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. You so, will. oh, yeah, I will. Yeah. I believe that'll happen when it's meant to, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, everything else that's happened. Yeah. So, my sister died, and um, at that point, like, I had, like, used THC. I wasn't using it, like, daily. I only used it when I needed it. And I used it, like, in tincture form. So, like, I made it myself. And I would, like, put it in my, like, coffee or tea or, like, whatever I was drinking. And I would, like, drink it. But when my sister died, I knew immediately that I needed to feel it. So I completely stopped using anything. And I, like, walked through it clear. It was, like, a very dark couple months where, like, Mm. I had to, like take care of everything for my parents were in on vacation they live in south carolina so i had to do everything for my daughter my sister's death had to do like meeting up at the you know the funeral home the crematory the all the the whole the police station was it this past november or has it been a year it's been over a year yeah yeah it's been over a year um so um yeah it's been over a year um But, like, so I stopped using it because I knew, like, I needed to go back and, like, when my daughter died, I knew I needed to, like, feel it and I needed to, like, really be present and I wasn't going to, like, use that or, like, even, like, allow myself the, like, opportunity to not, to, like, numb anything out. So I, like, literally, like, went so deep (laughs) and it got so dark. It was, like, very dark. Yeah. So I think I'm, I don't know if I, like, disassociated or not, but I started going down. Like, I started really going down, going down, going yeah, down. Yeah, I call it the black hole. Yeah. I have so my moments. I was really struggling. Like, my husband's absolutely amazing. Like, he just, like, puts up with me. <laughs> Same girl. I don't know how the fuck he does it. Oh, my gosh. I, like, wouldn't be it. Like, he... I know. We've been together for, t- like, over 10 years, and, like, That's we've incredible. never even had a fight. That's incredible. Like, we just, like, vibe together. We partner together. Like, he knows. Like, I don't even have to tell him, like, hey, can you do the dishes tonight? Like, he just does them or, like, just picks up, like. Dill, are you hearing this? (laughs) (laughs) He literally, he's incredible. He's so, and I'm, like, I mean, I'm not, like, a very easy person to be with. (laughs) Same. Like, powerful women come with. (laughs) A lot of shit. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. I'm okay with it. Uh, me too. It. Me, but he's evolved with me though. Like yeah. he's supported me in all my crazy endeavors, my crazy, you know, conspiracy theories. We want to call them <laughs> like that are now facts. Yeah, that are now facts. <laughs> that are now facts. <laughs> but he's literally evolved with me, and I've watched him grow. And like how, like 
he him growing with me and like him even like being his own like he's just amazing yeah that's just it you grow together you grow apart yeah and so like and now like anytime anytime i try to use thc or smoke or anything my body's like nope Mm. nope and i should just like and i've been listening to it so i don't like it's been i like tried smoking like a week ago and I was like I'm dumb like I'm I can't even like this is not yeah, something well, that listen, I like if you know you know <laughs> yeah and I was like yeah and that's just it like yeah you listen to your body you listen yeah. to eight hours <laughs> later you're like <laughs> so like but so I went down this like really deep low and I haven't like shared this publicly or anything with anybody yeah yet. um well thank um, you for being vulnerable I was like numb and I wasn't feeling anything nothing I wasn't feeling anything. I was just like literally like Living on this like Hamster wheel. wheel. Yeah, yeah. Just like, okay, let's do this. And I'm like, I wasn't like, I was like really, really, really low. And um, a friend of mine had been offering um, like a night of sil- like to like do a guided um, psilocybin trim. Yeah. So I was like, one night, I went to a friend's house. We sat there, and we both felt the same exact way. This is like last week, right? Two weeks ago? No, it was like a month now. Oh, okay. It was so a month recent. now. Yeah. So, and mind you, we were like so dark. We had this conversation. We were like, we're so dark. Like, we need help. And I was like, oh, wait. I have a friend that's been offering. Let's do it. So, like, that next night, and I had like never left my kids. <laughs> like, I have, like, I do, like, gentle uh, like not even gentle gentle parenting can be like lazy parenting sometimes but i like attach parenting i like my kids to know that i'm leaving and like it's yeah. mutual yeah so i put my kids to bed and i went over and i was like all right let's do this and i had like this amazing well it wasn't amazing <laughs> i had a dark 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 experience that was needed to happen and i purged things that like i didn't think that were inside of me like i was like I, like, watched this, like, darkness get, like, sucked out of me. And, like, after my sister died, there was, like, this dark shadow, like, in my house. And I was, like, what the heck is going on? I was, like, you got to go. And it wasn't my sister. Everyone's, like, you know, dark or, you know, spirits come back gray or dark. And I was, like, nah, I would know if that was my sister. It's not something, you know. But, like, when people die, you're more vulnerable to, like, demons and things like that. So, um I like tried everything that I knew to like get rid of it after my sister died. And then I like had a, you know, a friend that was like, you need to like rebuke in the name of Jesus, like to have it go away. And it got closer. It was like in my kitchen and my TV. So like every day I was like, come on. And I was like talking to it. It was like, if you come back during the day, I'll be fine. You know, just come back during the day. (laughs) Don't come at night. And then it got like to my bed and I was like, I can't do this anymore. So I'd like, I did exactly what they said. And they were like, I rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. You need to leave now. Yep. And I watched that thing, like, shoot out of my house. And I was like, Unruh. oh, shoot. Like, oh, my gosh. So, like, from that moment on, I started, like, praying to, G- like, Jesus every night. Like, I would pray to God, too. And then I would, like, pray to God. I was like, I did my praying, right? <laughs> like, yep. the rules. so I started, like, praying to Jesus you. every night. I was like, please protect me and my children. You know, thank you. Amen. <laughs> just, like, yep. really quick. And, yeah, like, yeah. and I did that. And then we, like, started looking for churches just because I was, like, so intrigued. And I was, like, something is obviously calling me to go there. Um, we finally, like, found one. And we do. We go, like, to church now. And, like, 
we love it. Like it's just something, Incredible. you know, it's it's community and it's yes. You know, a message. We get a message. The They're talking music. about like general generational curses and stuff there and like I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is okay." And like what miss was missing from that piece that we like when we left AA was that like God-centeredness. Yeah. You know, like you walk away and you're like, "Okay. Like we can do this." So, um yeah, now we're you know, we, we do go to church, but we've been, like, happier than we've ever been. And, like... It's incredible. But after that trip, like, it rewired my brain. Completely. I believe re- it. Rewired my brain. And I believe I've it. never felt happier in my entire life. Like, it was such a shift. And then I did this, like, ecstatic dance thing that was amazing. But I'm just, like, I'm so full of life now again. And I'm, like, thank God for natural medicine. Yeah. Thank, Thank God, God. for holistic healing. Like, there is literally a plant on the earth to cure everything. Yep. Like, I believe it. <laughs> a mushroom, a plant, a flower. Yes. Yes. Like, plants give us oxygen. Yeah. So trees, you know, plants, like, it's all so important. And favorite, when I'm, um, my friend Monica, she runs a workshop here that we do. It's like plant care is like self-care, right? We just like mm. water, sun, like nature grounding dirt like all the things that plants need like we kind of need them too well yeah it's like mind body spirit and then i think of like it has a lot to do with community too though like i wouldn't be where i'm at if i didn't have the women that i have in my life like i have a tribe of women Mm. that like believe the same things i believe that have like showed up for me when my sister died i didn't have to cook for like two weeks incredible i wasn't alone um mia came to my house literally just like got a plane ticket and like was like oh i'm just visiting my parents and i was like oh that's so crazy that you're visiting your parents like the same week like she stayed the whole time like and she meant to just come to my house but that night i was like hey you're not leaving right yeah <laughs> i was like please don't sleep. leave you can sleep over yeah please don't leave and she's like i was hoping you were gonna say that. <laughs> well <laughs> i've said it to both of you guys it's like yeah, like, I had, like, a really important part in, like, the beginning of both of your stories, but, like, what you guys have done for me in this past year has been, like, unreal, and, like, what Mia was able to do for you was, like, what we did for Mia when she was 16, like, yeah. the synchronicities, like, the full yeah. circle moments, like, you know, just all of it, like, it just doesn't matter, like, there is no, like, hierarchy, like, oh, like, whatever it is, it's just, like, no, it's the same thing that happened fucking 12 years ago when Chloe shout out to chloe my first sponsor literally was just like yeah it has nothing to do with you all you have to do is show up mm. yeah like we just have to fucking yeah. show when you up. were like going through shit i was like yeah. i gotta reach out to her i'm like come have dinner at my house mm. <laughs> like and i just on. sit there <laughs> yeah. and i don't say anything sometimes and i just like can't be alone right yeah, and yeah just, like, like you just have to hold space it. sometimes like yeah. that's just what it is you just need space sometimes yeah you don't have to say the right thing you don't have to do anything other than literally be like, oh, can I come over? And, like, I'm just going to sit on your couch because, like, I just don't want to be alone. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, I just don't want to be alone You know how many right people now. are alone right now? Like, don't know how to, like, yeah, they're, like, the wanting phone. a friend and they don't know how to, like, have a friend. And no expectations. Nobody, like, teaches us how to be friends. I know. That's what I, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like, the women in the community, it's, like, this circle, I hope can bring so much comfort to so many women who have felt so alone for so long because that's not okay. Well, like, women women get hurt the most by women in their younger lives. And then 
you're literally like, like fuck women why just yeah. want to be one of the boys yeah i yeah. was i was and that's, a boy yeah, I, was, I, I was a boy was too a girl yeah <laughs> i was like i'm you know all i my was a guy's like, girl like i, I was still. a guy's girl all growing up like i only had guy friends and everyone like i was made fun of so bad like I was a slut because all my all my friends were guys. Like I wasn't fucking oh, yeah, all same. of them. I wasn't same. fucking all of them. No. Like they were yeah. my boys. I loved like, all my boyfriends. Yeah. Like all my guy friends. They were same. the best. I was the only one not fucking them. Literally. <laughs> and they're still my friends today, but now they hit my husband up more than me. Funny. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. No, yeah. yeah so but now we just yes. So now we're here and we have a community of women and it's so important and like it's just like the synchronicities and it's yeah. all full circle and you know here we are you know i've been out of aa for three years you've been out of aa for four years you've been out of AA for two years we're alive and we're thriving and we've all stayed connected april same thing like we have so many people that like we're just i have so many friends that are still my friends that aren't a part of that community oh, anymore yeah that are like happy and thriving yeah i had someone message us on on the uh podcast page actually and um she was just so thankful that we were speaking out on this she's actually still in aa and i i don't want to say her name just in case but she was saying how grateful she was because she was saying that abstinence isn't everyone's story and more people need to talk about that because yes you can get sober through AA. yes aa changes your life yes you can do all these amazing things but sometimes there's those some people right. who leave and it, that's okay. So when I, 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 I'm a pretty vulnerable person. I'm really real and raw. Me too. And when I, I just came lay out, it all out there. When I came out, it like took me everything to come out and like talk about my like THC use to like the, the social media world. Yep. And when I did though, some of the most amazing women that I loved and adored and respected and so looked up to in AA came out to me and was like, I've been doing that yeah, for girl, years. Same. Girl, same. Like, what? What the yeah. fuck? I was like, yeah. what is happening? Amazing. Amazing. Like, I love that they're still there, that they can still, like, be there to help others. Yeah. And, like, I still feel like I should be in some way, you know, like, helping others. But, like, it's okay for me to be, like, a mother right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was just going to say, like, right I'm literally, now, like, raising children. That is your job. And, yeah. Like, right and now, it's, my like, the most important job. me that. Yeah, he's always like, yeah. babe, you need to focus on right now. And, like, these two kids need you. And that's just yeah. that's just what it is right now. Like, I'll write a book. And then I'll just, like, everybody can read my book. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Everybody's journey is different. And luckily, here we are. We have Sacred Moon. So, eventually, you'll be, you know, running some tantric and we'll be you know some so down for that or some ecstatic dance or you know whatever and like here we are we have the space yeah and it's time it's time to just stand in our power and speak our truth and not be afraid of being judged or shamed or whatever it is like if you want to judge me you want to shame me you should probably look in the mirror because you're just so mad you know what i mean like and, and and i don't feel that type of way I don't judge myself. I don't shame myself. I don't judge you. I don't Mm. shame you. Like, we are all one. We are all here. We are all on this path. And whatever it is and whatever gets you to wherever it is, like, I fucking love you. Yeah. Yeah. And you are not alone. I fucking love you, bitch. (laughs) And I love you. And, like, my life is forever changed. Yeah. Forever. And, like, I have these beautiful relationships and these beautiful people that, like, 
we've gone through some shit. Like, there was times where we didn't fucking like each other at all. Like, yeah. I didn't always like Tay. She annoyed me sometimes. Like, she was so much yeah. younger than me. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, like, well, we're like we're everybody's everybody's I hated mirror, the advice though. she gave me. You know? I'm yeah. like, no, bye. Yeah, everyone's Click. like, fuck you. And every, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's fine. And I'm honest about that. Like, we all, we're all here. We're like doing the shit. And yeah. like, now look at us. I know. Yeah. I know. You're fucking What's driving. most important though, right? It's like what's most important is like that open line of communication. Yeah. So like. That's just it. If you're willing like, to get uncomfortable and get honest with the people yeah. around you of how you're feeling yeah. or what you're so doing like, or the things like. And I do, do want to like touch on the loss though. Because like, I know a lot of people that have like lost yes. children or have lost. Yeah. And like a lot of them like they they really struggle yeah and like for a long time i looked at myself and was like judging myself because i'm like why am i okay why are they like so upset like am i am i doing it wrong am i grieving am i like am i grieving yeah am i like not doing the like whatever and like i just know like when you like look at your child like think about it you like look at your child and like you see their joy and you see their light and their purity because, like, they're at that age where, like, they are so pure. Yeah, the innocence. It doesn't matter. Ugh. Baby, whatever. They're Enough. just so pure. There is not one second that your child wants to see you miserable. No. That's the last thing. They want you to live. They want you to live the best life that you can live and be completely present in the moment. Jesse used to say, like, the present is a gift. That's why they call it the present, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, be there and be, like, in the present. And, like, it's okay to, like, feel, but, like, really feel. <laughs> like, yeah. get it out. And, like, you don't have to be miserable. You don't have to live a life, you know? Like, I could never see my child wanting me to be stuck curl in a ball. In, yeah, be stuck in And be stuck. Don't get hole. me wrong. I have those days, you know. Of like, course. You know, they're very few and far between now. Um, and we honor them. We do. We do. Like, I and literally. Okay. I was like, that's how I fell in love with Dan. Because, like, I was, like, two months, you know, like, dating him. And I had had just a really hard time with that day. And I was, like, crying. He came in with his friends. He saw that I was crying on the bed. He, like left the house he told his friends to leave and then he just like came and like laid his whole body on top of me while i was like frantically bawling my eyes out and i was like the world needs more people like this (laughs) because like Mm -hmm. he just like knew he's like i don't know what to do but i'm just gonna like lay on you and just be there so you know that i'm there because i was you know like you when you really get into it and you're really healing you're like punching shit and oh, like yeah. you are screaming into pillows Raging you out. are fucking that's how you feel you don't yeah. feel by like yeah like yeah. no get you're the angry fuck out your body like let's go let's Rage get out. the dance. fuck out the fact now. that you danced and sweat and yes. did those things yes. we were in the like screamed those, you so scream. screamed my head we didn't off. care like we were doing p90x in my living room yeah like. yeah we were <laughs> thinking we were fat <laughs> <laughs> we were Fuck in our that. living room we have pictures of us back then with like the exit crowd <laughs> yeah oh. oh god we were going to the gym we were just like going to the club we'd go to like these random places in boston on a random tuesday night because like that was the only night we didn't have to work because we worked on the weekends and it would oh. be like and we just did it we moved our yeah. bodies we didn't even know i didn't even have that knowledge no. back then no but we just knew it was like well we trusted our intuition too we yeah. like went by like you know what just feels like, good what feels what good feels let's do good. what do we want to do today there were days when like we just like sat down and did absolutely nothing and curled on the couch that feels good too yeah 
what I would do for a day like that. <laughs> I know, right? Girl. I'm telling you. Like, it's been a week. Someday. Yeah, it's been a fucking week. It's been years since I've had any of that time. Oh. Well, I just want to thank you so much for mm. coming here tonight and spending the night with us and being so vulnerable and so raw. And Thanks for having me. Sharing yeah. such a powerful message. Um, I can't believe you didn't know. I know. I don't, I, I'm just still mind blown and I'm like going to go home and sob, I swear. Um, when I re-edit this, I'm just going to cry the whole time, but I, um, I'm just so grateful, like so grateful that you were willing to come here and share this. Cause I know it's going to impact a lot of people for sure. Mm. I hope um, I can help somebody. <laughs> girl, you've done been helping people. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. It's so powerful. And I believe honestly, like it it made me like who I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like early on in sobriety, like going through a situation like that and being able to, you know, have God show me that like I could, you know, show up for somebody. Cause like I didn't show up for myself. Like that's what we learn. Right. And like stay sober through anything. Yeah. Stay sober through anything. And like moms, you know, like I was saying earlier before this, like people are like, I can't even imagine. I'm like, moms do imagine. We think about it every single day. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally think, like, we have, you know, this love for our children that every single mom in the world knows. They're like, I can't imagine losing my child. Yes, you can. You think about it every single day. Yeah, Or seriously. you have thought about it. Yeah. You've literally envisioned how your child is going to hurt themselves or, or oh, could die or how that would be like. where they jump off a couch and you scorpion and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Just, so they, like, like, knock the breath out of themselves. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, did you just die? <laughs> fuck yeah so like they do know they'd be like moms do know because like we have that same love so like you know it's different yeah when you lose a child it does feel different but at the same time like it's it's your worst imaginable like nightmare come true so yeah but at the same time it's like women just want to be there for women so like to discredit anybody and their like what they've been through or what they believe like women just want to see women you know good women want to see good women like heal mm-hmm. so like find those women that you can be with that will sit there with you and be like you know i love that here I we can't are imagine. we're your women come <laughs> to us come to us please seriously yes. though all like, right. like all jokes aside like so serious like we are here yeah and we're ready we're ready to like make a big sacred rebel community yeah. of women that are yeah anybody struggling or anybody that's gone through they can you know tag yeah me. we will be yeah we will be tagging Kaylin. you guys can reach out to Kaylin, of course me and amy as always the podcast page our personal pages like inbox is always open yeah yeah we're here we're here to support you and our you know our woman's circle and Kaylin, i'm sure we'll be at our woman's circle at some point and we're just here to like hold space and show up like a it's one of my new like favorite like sayings like I'm here to fully participate in this reality and like unfortunately this reality is so disconnected from the feminine that it's like time to tap in yeah we're tapping yeah, in we we're tapping, tapping in we're tapping in I'm and that there. power is coming back I'm yeah we're I'm tapped in <laughs> we're getting there we and are. like it's it like sexuality sensuality like divine like power like all of it movement like grounding nature like get outside feel the sun sun gaze put your eyes to the sun when you first wake up in the morning cold plunges go to the ocean like do things that make you uncomfortable like it's it like we're here sunning your genitals yeah sun your asshole yep (laughs) best thing for you 
<laughs> we live it. in. We love it. <laughs> There's nude beaches in Martha's Vineyard. We're out here. Can't wait for the summer. <laughs> no shame, no guilt. Like it's just authentic, and like that's it. We're dirty too. Yeah, we talk dirty to the things. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. All right, and we're here to be free. Yeah. Should we end this how we start this with a big deep breath? Big deep breath. I have a runny nose. I'm like, oh, God. We all do. I was was trying not to sniff this whole time. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, I've been sniffing. You know, I got kids. Here we go. (laughs) I don't know. Can I breathe through my nose? All right. One hand on your heart. One hand on your belly. I didn't say it before, but if you're driving, please don't do that. Please pay attention to the road, but take a big deep breath in. laugh after all this like yeah we we needed to just like take it down a notch it was real serious (laughs) maybe there's your big deep breath maybe we won't (laughs) we love you all thanks for listening thank you so much for listening bye Thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to what we have to say. It means the world. As always, we want to end this episode by reminding you that we are not medical professionals and we are not giving any type of medical advice. We simply are sharing our experience and solutions. We are here with the intentions of reminding you that you are never alone and that everyone's healing journey is unique to the individual. Stay well, sacred rebels. See you next time.